everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Recorded live. Praise the Lord, and we give glory to uh, God this morning. Um, he definitely is a living wonder. I tell you, it is amazing. I was sitting there, and I'll share this. I was sitting there waiting. I've been up for a long time. Uh, I've been waiting um, to to get on the line, so I guess I, I shut my eyes now. Believe it or not, I was on the line. <laughs> When I had my eyes shut for those couple of minutes, I was, and then when I saw when I opened my eyes, I was like, "Wait a minute, Lord have mercy, we did not start the call because you leaned back." So I just think that God is amazing because what it was was um, I was saying something, and whatever that was is what triggered me to open my eyes, uh, and so I give glory to God for that. Um, even He has His little ways of reminding us. Um, and so and he really does, even even if you decide you want to take a breather, you know, just shut your eyes for a minute. Mm-mm. You got something you still got to do, lady. Open them back up and get busy. And, with, and so just to let you know, uh, we are True Life Ministries. Uh, our pastor is uh, Elder Gregory Hughes, um, and it is, well, there's one church, two locations, they that's one that's in East Point, Georgia, and the other is in Canton, Georgia. So, um, you know, just just letting you know who we are, and 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 of course, whose we are. We belong to the Lord, Amen. But anytime you're in the uh, area of Canton or East Point, you are more than welcome to come by and fellowship with us. Uh, visit our website at www.trumplifeministries. Inc.com or stop by Facebook. We are also there uh, again. True Life Ministries, um, and and we just we everything we got, everything we've got, we give it to God. Um, amen, amen, and amen. And with all of that said, I say good morning to you all. And I say good morning to the most glorious doctor, Elder Annette Arrington. Good morning, Elder Angelia. I love you too. Amen. And good morning and welcome to Naomi's Word. Um, thank you for each and every one who has chosen to allow this morning to be a time to share and listen to some things that God would like to say to you this morning as a result of this program. And again, welcome to Naomi's Word. We are here to bring you words of inspiration, encouragement, to motivate and to help guide you in all wisdom and in all truth, understanding that God will provide in word and in deed. The intent and mission of our sessions 
is to give us further understanding about how God operates and how he speaks to his people and relates to them his plan for their lives. Because he is the God of purpose, know that as he reveals his plan to us, he is also revealing himself. He is a God of his timing, and he established time for the believers in the realm that we are in. It is in your now time that he reveals himself to you, the believer, to reveal the plans that he has for your life. He gives us a challenge to take what he has placed in our hearts and minds to use as the stepping stones to the predestined and preordained path that he has chosen for us. He then tells and reminds us in his word that we are to apply our faith and to believe what he has said to us concerning his plans for our lives. That's to and for you and for me. It is in this process that we must continue to walk as we faith our way to his purpose for our lives. Never forget that life is a process towards our living. Once again, life is a process, and your participation is required. In your own life, just show up. After all, we know that Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. He showed up for you and for me. Amen. His word says, when you hear my voice, harden not your heart. He is letting you know in advance to expect him to speak to you. In fact, God is speaking right now. Are you listening? As you prepare to hear today's message, as a reminder, don't forget to always and at all times put on your most offensive weapons of choice. The whole armor of God is found in Ephesians six ten through 18. Also consider these scriptures. Create in me a clean heart of God. Renew a right spirit within me, Psalms 51, 10 through 13. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart, Proverbs 3 and 5. Always study to show yourself approved. Speak and meditate on these and any other scriptures that come to your heart and to your remembrance as often as you need to. Know and understand that we are not alone in our doings. As believers in the body of Christ, know that God is for us and he is with us, and we must be about our Father's business. Amen? With that said, let's begin. Our title today is a continued title, and it's about God wants your focus back on him. The topic is, do you want to hear God? Then get still and listen. This is the courage to become. The scripture, Job 34, 12 through 15 says, whether it be for correction or for his earth generally or for his mercy and loving kindness, he causes it to happen. Listen to this, Job. Stand still and consider the wonders of God. Do you know how God establishes and commands them and makes the lightning of his storm cloud shine. A suggestion for your reading is to read Job chapter 34. Our focus today, we're still under the subject title, God Wants Your Focus Back on Him. In today's topic, we will be discussing opportunities to listen and hear when God speaks to us. He wants to bring his people back into order. We need his help, direction, and guidance. 
and orchestration in order to get the courage to become. Do you have the courage to be sifted like wheat? Remember last week we talked about the threshing floor. Only you can answer that question. Sometimes in our lives, this is what God has done and and is doing or needs to do with and for his children. Again, are you ready to be sifted? What is in your hands and your spirit that you can use or that you need to get rid of? With that in mind, many of us have a want and a need for a new vision, new mission, and even new focus concerning our lives. We are now about to witness with our own hearts, mind, and eyes, days that we have never seen before, opportunities and challenges that we have never had or experienced. Know that only you must have the faith to unlock the door to the real you. Isn't it amazing how regardless of events and experiences that have transpired during the seasons of your life, that life continues to go on with and without your permission or participation? You must be willing to sacrifice whatever it takes to get lined up to the word of God for your life. You must choose. You must choose to be willing. I'd like to share this with you. Uh, It's called Want to Hear God? Get Still and Listen. It it refers to Job 37 and 14. Uh, In another version, it says, pause a moment, Job, and listen. Consider the wonderful things God has done. You must be quiet in order to hear God speak. If you want to hear God's vision, to see God's dreams, to hear God's instructions, then you're going to have to turn off the television, put the Xboxes down and Game Boys down. You can't listen to or focus on God with all the all those noisy all those noises and distractions at the same time. The reason why God may never speak to you or you don't know that he is is because you could uh be it could be because you you're never quiet we have to be quiet in our spirit something is always going on in your mind so while god is trying to get through to you on the telephone on the internet of life he's getting a busy signal distractions which include but are not limited to pop-ups instagrams twitters etc Facebook, instead of your undivided attention, you've got to reserve time alone with God. It's not going to come to you. You're going to have to demand it of yourself. Once again, the Bible says in Job 37, 14, pause a moment, Job, put your name there, and listen, consider the wonderful things God does. God wants to spend time with you. He says, pause, be quiet, get alone. And learn solitude so I can walk with you. Sometimes as adults, we get spiritual wiggles. We cannot get still and be quiet. Sometimes in life, in order to get what life has to offer you, you must press your way to see the face of God and to hear his voice in your life and situations as well, again, as to hear his voice. You must be listening. Remember what the word says. When you hear my voice, harden not your heart. It's getting God's dreams, direction is getting God's dreams, direction and focus and purpose for your life worth a day of your life. Have you ever taken an entire day and done nothing but be alone with God? Let's be real people. We have taken sick days off from work for lesser concerns. Okay? Talk to God in prayer. Let God talk to you through the Bible and in your heart. Relax. 
Think. Write down the thoughts he puts in your mind. Set some goals. Look through your schedule. Set your priorities. Spend the day saying, God, where do you want me to go? What direction do you want my feet headed? You have to understand vacations are also times that you are or should use to get alone with God, not just to do all of the activities, etc., but to take the time in a place that you enjoy being in to see the face of God. Consider even this season of the year. Many faiths celebrate many faiths celebrate the season of Lent. Lent is def, is a, the definition of Lent is Lent is a season of the Christian year when Christians focus on simple living, prayer and fasting in order to grow closer to God. In Christianity, a time of fasting and repentance in the spring beginning on Ash Wednesday, then for 40 days ending on on Easter or as we call it Resurrection Sunday. Um, Note, you are to give something up for Lent, and that is to abandon pleasurable habits as an act of devotion and self-discipline. If you desire to consider this Lenten season, pre-Resurrection Sunday, consider this as an opportunity to fast. Some people consider giving up stuff like beer, alcohol, sweets, overeating, uh, less hours watching television. All of this is good. But consider the following. I ran across a list that really ministers to me, and I think I can pick several of these options up. And it's called, Do You Want to Fast This Lent? And it says in words from Pope Francis, it says, We can fast from hurting words and say kind words. Fast from sadness and be filled with gratitude. Fast from anger and be filled with patience. Fast from pessimism and be filled with hope. Fast from worries and have trust in God. Fast from complaints and contemplate simplicity. Fast from pressures and be prayerful. Fast from bitterness and fill your hearts with joy. Fast from selfishness and be compassionate to others. Fast from grudges and be reconciled. Fast from words and be silent so that you can listen, not only to the voice of God, but to the voice of others that are crying and need you to hear so that God may use you to intervene. God speaks to people, believers, who take the time to listen, not just for a day, but also on a regular basis. The believer in Christ has access to God 24 hours a day, seven days a week through the power of the Holy Spirit that resides in you and because of your relationship with and through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. This time alone with him is called quiet time. Only you can reserve and command this quiet time in your life. You think you don't have time for this? We're talking about figuring out why you're here on earth, so you've got to make the time. As believers in the body of Christ, you can't afford not to have or not to take the time to pursue the Christ that is in you. That is your only hope of glory. Listen, as a believer, talk it over with yourself and decide what your answer is to the following questions. Do you really want to hear God speak to you? And what are you willing to do about it? 
Think about your quiet time. How much time do you spend actually being quiet and waiting on God to speak to you? Are you so busy that you're screaming and and hollering and, and showing doubt and speaking doubt into your atmosphere that you haven't taken the time to listen to God speak to you about your concern? And then what are the distractions you need to eliminate so that you can be still and be quiet? These are areas that you must work on with you and cause the environment around you to be in agreement with what it is you need to do for God. So now I'm on a mission. I'm challenging myself, and if you, any of you are also looking for something more or you're looking to deepen your relationship with God, I ask you to join me on this challenge. I am challenging each and every one of you to try each and every day to show up for God, to praise him and worship him and throw your hands in the air with love for all he has done and all he is doing and all that he is planned to do in your lives. Because at the end of the day, if you show up for God, he will always show up for you in ways you could never, ever have imagined. Each day that we are here brings new opportunities for the believer to understand who he or she is in him, what you possess in him, and because of your relationship with him, he desires that you allow him to manifest himself into and through you. Only you can do and be you. As a chosen vessel, you are unique, whole, and complete, but only in him. Let's face it, you are the man in your mirror. Remember the scripture, Isaiah 43, 18 through 20. Do not remember the former things or ponder the things of the past. Listen carefully. I am about to do a new thing. Now it will spring forth. Will you be aware of it? I will even put a road in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. You must know for yourself as you continue to press forward towards something new, that his word says that he is about to show you something, give you something, manifest a new thing into your life. It's not really new to the Holy Spirit. It is only new to your revealed memory. Remember, the need and desire to change begins with a need to change. The Holy Spirit is the change agent of your reality, and he is waiting on you. Remember, his word says in Ecclesiastes 3 and 1, there is a season, a time appointed for everything, and a time for every delight and event or purpose under heaven. God wants us to use the time that he has given to us to do his will, not our own. In the word of God, it is referred to as in in the process of time. God is saying that we are to trust him every step of the way, knowing that he is and that he has walked this path before us, and he knows the way. He, it is God that has given us to us a season to be processed, and it is only through his power and might that you shall become. He is saying that the body of Christ, and this includes you and me, is to step up on the mustard seed of faith and step out on it that you know and, and, and have in him everything that you need. He supplied you with the measure of faith. It is up to you to birth you. God will give you, will give the real you the needed increase and cause you to grow. You must believe that he is and that he is always, that he will always be there with and for us. You must believe for yourself that in him his promises are assured 
Yes and amen. After all, he sent his only begotten son to live and die for us. By our faith and believing that he is, we may have everlasting life in him. I, I uh, An example of how Christ is, you know how you go over someone's house and they have a plant that you like and you decide to cut a little piece off and your goal when you get home is to put it in a glass of water and allow it to root. And once it has rooted, in order for it to continue to grow, you have to take it and plant it in dirt. And as you plant it in dirt, you keep it watered, whether you water it or you put it outside. And the nutrients in that dirt, the sun and the light, cause it to grow. This is a process, and this is a process that God wants us to go through. Keep in mind, you can keep it in that glass with just that water, but eventually it will rot and die because the roots require the dirt. So we can't just stay where we are and think that we're fine. We've got to find out what the process is to get us in the dirt so that God, through what he has called natural, will minister to us so that we can grow and become. As you study, as you study to show yourself approved and as God is making you aware of the fact that there is more to your li- your life, your living, than you have yet seen and experienced, you must choose to pursue his face for the plans that he has already established for you. Now is the time to pursue the face of God concerning your life like never before. It may require that you make a change. Are you willing to be obedient? He will give you his plan, but you must first choose him. Choose to give him the time that he needs to talk to you. Not chopped up time, but some solid time and often. You must choose to pursue his face, and he will show you you. God gives us the way to come back to him and to grow in him, and it's called regeneration. How does regeneration take place? Both John 3 and Ephesians 2 indicate that this change is the result of faith in Christ. Just as an infant does nothing to be born into this world, there is no work a person can perform to become spiritually reborn. God gives new life by his grace to those who trust in him. Ephesians 2, 8 through 9 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. John three sixteen explains why God offers this new regenerated life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. God's love led him to give his son on our behalf so we could have eternal life. Of course, after someone is born, it's time to grow. We would rightly be concerned for an infant who remained at infant size with infant abilities for years on end. In the same way, a person who has been regenerated by the power of the Holy Spirit should grow spiritually. Growth naturally follows birth. Like newborn infants long for the pure spiritual milk that by it you may grow into salvation. Keep in mind that the plant, it can root, but you've also got to take it and plant it back into the soil from which it came in order for it to grow. Also, and therefore that's why we learn through the word of God how to become. 
Also important to note is that spiritual rebirth is a one-time event. There is no biblical support for a person to be born again multiple times. Once a person truly comes to faith in Christ, a new life begins, continuing from that point through eternity, future with the Lord through the power of the Holy Spirit. It takes courage to be who God called you to be, to be different, to act different, and to make a difference. By choosing Christ and committing to walk, talk, and live your life as a Christian, it requires special courage. As Christians who desire to make a difference in the world, we are going to face unique challenges that are going to require a great deal of courage and confidence. Jesus said in John 16:33, I have told you these things so that in me you may have perfect peace. In the world you have tribulation and distress and suffering. But be courageous, be confident, be undaunted, be filled with joy. I have overcome the world. My conquest is accomplished, my victory abiding. It takes enormous courage to be a Christian when most unregenerated people automatically despise you when you openly reveal that you are a person of faith in Jesus Christ. Something to think about is that in order to make a difference in this world, it requires us to take courage and to make a decision. Christians will not change the world by imitating it. To inspire others to know God and to commit to pleasing God and being a positive blessing to their fellow man, that is what we need to do if we are going to be different. Without God's power working in us, through us, we cannot accomplish all that God wants us to do. We should increasingly feel and express our dependence on our Lord. Ask him to empower us to accomplish his purpose in and through us in all we do and in all we face. And believe him to do it. We will find ourselves living with supernatural courage that only God can give. May each of us learn to live with the courage of God that God wants for us to have and wants for every one of his children to be able to exhibit. As a believer, do you have the courage to create the life you deserve? After all, it comes from inside you. He said the kingdom of God is inside. For changes in your life, you, not me, must trust Christ that is in your heart. Prepare your mind and strength in order for your courage. Can you keep going when the going gets tough? If you decide to create powerful Passion-filled goals, you will probably need to make changes in yourself in order to achieve them. Do you have the courage to make those changes, especially the ones that God has given to you because you took the time to listen? I'm the first to admit I've lacked courage in the past. If you choose to step up your life path for the better, get ready for the adventure of a lifetime. Understand, it will be an adventure. The following tips will also help guide you in your pursuit to change your heart and your heart's desires. You must understand that you have to take the courage to create the life you deserve. Courage is something that everybody wants, an attribute of good character that makes us worthy of respect. Yet courage is not just physical bravery. There are different types of courage ranging from physical strength endurance to mental stamina, mental stamina and innovation. 
And with that said, these statements demonstrate different ways in which we define our personal courage, which are most relevant to you. That feeling fear yet choosing to act, that's a courage. Following your heart, that takes courage. Persevering in the face of adversity, that takes courage. Standing up for what is right, that takes courage. Expanding your horizons, letting go of the familiar, that takes a whole lot of courage. In previous messages, we spoke about the need for change. There is a need to get back in godly order for our own personal lives. There is a need to get your lives back to the place where God can cause us to move forward again. Change is not 360 degrees. That takes us into a circle, right back to where we started. Change goes from 90 degrees to 180 degrees, allowing your back to see the past and your face to see the future possibilities. Godly and positive pursuit for change is imperative as a, as a believer. It is essential in the process of allowing true change to take place within us. If it doesn't happen in us, we won't see it outside of us. We spoke about something new, of asking God to reveal to us the dreams, the visions, and his plans for our lives. Ask yourself this question. Do you believe that you were sent here to this earth to make a difference? Only you can reimagine your possibilities. As it is understood, you must remember that the starting point for dealing with one's own issues in life after we have confessed our sins and is to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Then ask to be filled with the Holy Spirit and then strive to establish a true relationship with him. You must choose to walk as one with a heart of thanksgiving and with an attitude of gratitude. Now, today, it is time for you to decide who you will serve, God, man, or yourself. It's up to you to choose to decide what to do with the challenges and opportunities of God. When you willfully choose to accept change and correction in your life, you are also choosing to go, grow, and to flow. In other words, you are choosing to keep it moving. Understand that making no decision is still making a decision. You are accountable for that choice. You must choose to change. I personally have chosen to change. Therefore, I have chosen to grow while yet becoming. I suggest that you choose wisely. As you go forward into your day, remember that this is your time. Be grateful to God for the generous deposits that he has made in and for your life. Pray often. Let gratitude and humility be your banner. Let thanksgiving be your words of praise. Know for yourself that Jesus is enough for you. And after this message, give God the time that he needs to speak to you. Pursue opportunities to be an encouragement and an inspiration to others that are around you and in your presence. Also, don't forget to encourage yourself. Give great value to the people that God has placed in your life. He put them there to help you to become. As a believer in the body of Christ, you must know for yourself that Jesus is the answer and never the question. Thank you for joining us today on Naomi's Word. Have a happy, thankful Thursday, everyone. Give someone a, a kind word, a hug, or a smile today. Do some random act of kindness just because you can and just because you know that Jesus loves 
provides and takes and cares for you unconditionally. He dumped the garbage of our sins into the sea of forgetfulness and replaced it with his gift of love, joy, and peace through the Holy Spirit. Walk in it. Because of the sacrifice that he made for you and for me, God, he is the greatest gift giver of all. I know that Jesus is enough for you as well as for me. Won't he do it? Know that you are awesome. Jesus loves you, and so do I. You have an awesome day and an awesome week in him, in Jesus' name. Heavenly Father, we come before you today, Lord, just knowing that you are God, and beside you there is none other. We come before you today, Father God, trusting you in and through all things. In hearing the message, Father God, each of us as your children and as believers know that we have never given you the time that you so richly deserve. You have taken the time to grow us up, Father God, from a seed into the adults that we are, Father God, and the majority of that time we have spent being concerned about ourselves, what our desires, what our goals are, what we think, what we know, or what we should do, and very seldom have we actually sat down and given you the time that you deserve. So, Father God, right now I pray for each and every one that is on this line, Father God. I pray, Father God, that each and every one understands that we must give you the time that you deserve. The older we get, Father God, the more specific we must be about the ministries that you have placed in our lives so that we know what we need to do to prepare for those ministries, the knowledge that we must obtain and and the order and protocol that we must have in order to do it according to the way you would have us to do it. It is not for others to tell us how to do us, Father God, but it's up to you to let us know what it is that we have in order, Father God, that the instructions that you give for us to do, Father God, will fit into the action plan that we take in our lives. So, Father God, we need your order. We need your instructions. We need your direction. We need your guidance. We need you to help orchestrate these lives that we are living. You tell me it's no reason for us to be here if we don't get to understand why we're here and we don't get and be about our Father's business. So, Father God, in order to live an active, full life as a Christian in the body of Christ, not just as wives and husbands and sisters and aunts and uncles and daughters and sons, all of that, Father God, but also that we fit into the life you gave us and that we are ministering in the areas the way you would have us to do. We have got to sit and listen, Father God. Sometimes it re- we require that we cancel our business, that we cancel our order, we cancel what it is we think and put on you and allow you to show us what we're going to do. Lord, we have wasted more time than we would ever want to imagine or speak. And we ask for forgiveness right now in the name of Jesus for wasted days and wasted nights and wasted time. And ask you, Father God, in this season to help us focus on what is you, to help us to focus on what you have given us to do in the name of Jesus. Lord, we're not perfect. No one is. We're not perfect, but, Father God, what you have given us, I have learned, Father God, that I cannot be everywhere all the time. I cannot do everything all the time. I cannot fix everything all the time. I cannot save 
everybody, Father God, is just so many things I cannot do. But such as you have given for me to do, if I listen with a sincere heart and a heart of gratitude, you will show me where my place is, where my spot is, where my people are that you have assigned for me to be a blessing to, as well as those that are to be a blessing to me. You will give that information, but it can only be given when we sit down and listen to you. So, Father God, as much as we love one another, Father God, sometimes we have to take a Jesus break and let you just talk to us and tell us what you need for us to hear. You didn't say it would always feel good, and you didn't say you would always take us where we wanted to go, but, Lord, you will send us where you need us to be. We are part of an awesome team for the kingdom of God, and we've got to be about our Father's business, Father God. And, Lord, as I lift everyone up, including myself to you, Father God, I pray for divine hearing, divine direction, divine guidance, also for divine peace, Father God. Let us quit worrying so much about stuff that we have no control over, the power over to fix and repair and understand you already already told us to cast our cares upon you, for you care for us. Let us quit speaking negatively and pessimistically and, and putting the wrong words in the in, 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 in our space and in our atmosphere, but put the right ones, the ones that are, are talking about positives and, and talking about uh, uh, divine faith and talking about the possibilities. Let us throw that out, Father God, so that you, Lord, can hear our prayers, hear our petitions. Lord, we have to learn to love one another, Father God, unconditionally, Father God, because, Lord, we were broken and practically destroyed before we finally understood that you were there for us, Father God. Let us not waste any more of your time. Let us, with gracious gratitude, be grateful, Father God, for what you have said to us, for what you want to say, what you have done, what you are doing, what you plan on doing, Father God all so that we can make a difference in this life. So, Father God, I lay down my life to you and thank you right now for the direction where you're taking me, Father God. Do I know everything? I do not, but I trust you. And I ask, Father God, for a listening ear for each and every one, a teachable ear, an ear willing to hear and learn whatever we need to learn or unlearn in order to line up with your word. Lord, help us to do it. Help us to get out of ourselves and allow the Christ in us to be able to do the work that you've called them to do. I thank you for these beautiful people, these beautiful saints. I thank you, Father God, that we have to be in a position to help those that are in the body as well as those that are on their way in, Father God. We can't just keep preaching to the choir, to those that already know you, Father God. We've got to trust you to be a blessing to those who are on shaky ground about who you are, to those who, who don't understand. I got a call the other day, and the person said that they love God and they know God, but they don't understand Jesus, and they want to do it without him. And after they got done talking, I said, You can't do this walk without Jesus Christ. He is the way, the truth, and the life. So let us be about helping, strengthening people in their walk towards Christ. Let us be about helping people understand who he is. Let us be about showing people that Jesus is our strength and not we ourselves. Let us learn to trust you in and through all things. And Father God, 
as I go, I ask you to bless this prayer. Bless those that are hearing. Let them pray to you themselves. Let them take a vacation that they just give you the time. As I said earlier, we've taken a lot of sick days that we had less concerns, and sometimes we need a personal day just to be with you. So I give you the praise, glory, and honor, thanking you in and through all things. And just know that that I love you with all my heart, and I can't do this without you. And I trust you in and through all things. In your son Jesus' name, amen. And amen, amen. I do believe that's the best thing I've heard in a long time. We can't do this without him. We can't do this without him. God, we thank you. Oh, God, that we know that we can't do this without you. We realize, oh, God, that even this revelation, that even this knowledge, oh, God, comes from you. God, we can't do this without you. God, we can't even be, we can't live, we can't breathe. God, we can't even think. We can't do this without you. God, this is a time and a season where people are falling to the left and falling to the right, God. Focus is broken because we're focusing on the wrong thing. Uh, God, it's not about it's not about a lot of things, but it is. God, this thing called Christianity, this thing called the walk, this thing called uh, uh, salvation. Oh God, it is about you. Oh God, whomever this young lady or young man is. Oh God. I thank you, God. I touch and I agree with my sister, with the fellow elder, oh, God, with the woman of God, with the woman I call mother, God. I I touch and I agree with her now in the name of Jesus that you would be with this person, oh, God. Hallelujah, God. Let them know, hallelujah, that even if they don't understand you, you have a way of revealing yourself over time, God. Show them your face, oh, God. Show them, oh, God, who you are, oh, God, and how you operating, how you love them, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Let them see the good in you, the greatest of you, oh God. Hallelujah, that they believe that they have a fire, that they have a zeal, oh God, for you, that they can run and tell somebody else, oh God, who may be in that place that they're in right now. Oh, God, because we reach that place sometimes where we just don't understand the way things go. We don't understand the reasoning behind. We just don't understand, God, why. We don't understand how. We don't understand the word. We don't understand. God, there's many times we just don't understand. So, God, I thank you that you begin to wrap your love, hallelujah, all around them and help them understand, oh, God. For those who have lost loved ones, God, I even pray for their heart. They, too, may not understand. But, God, all things, hallelujah, work together for the good somehow, some way. Oh, God, we thank you for divine revelation. Hallelujah, we thank you for peace and covering, oh, God, in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you even for your loving kindness. Sometimes we look upon things, it doesn't seem like it's very loving. It doesn't feel like it's very kind, but, oh, God, we thank you for your loving kindness, oh, God, that you show toward us each and every day. Oh, God, you're faithful, oh, Lord Jesus. You're faithful, oh, God. Faithful always. Oh, Lord Jesus, and for those who are down in spirit, God, even if it's just life that's got them down, God, I thank you that you will lift them up. 
Hallelujah, from that place of depression. Lift them up, O oh God, in their spirit that they, hallelujah, Jesus, be built up in you, built up in that most holy faith, O oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Those that are down in spirit for whatever the reason, if they're homesick, O oh God. Hallelujah, somebody may be loved, sick, O oh God. Somebody may be lonely, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, but whomever it is, wherever they may be, I thank you, God, that you begin to build them and let them know that they're never alone. That you're always there. You're sitting in that dorm room, oh God. You're sitting in that barrack. Oh God, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. You're sitting, hallelujah, in that hotel room, oh God. Hallelujah, you're sitting, oh God, in that house with them. Your presence, hallelujah, is always there. God, if they're riding in a car, God, you're even there. Hallelujah, Jesus, wherever they may go, oh God, you're always right there with them. Oh Lord Jesus, never, never alone. We are never, never alone. Faithful, oh God, in your loving. Oh God, I also pray for those with infirmities right now. God, I thank you that you touch their bodies and you begin to heal them now in the name of Jesus. Heal them from the top of their head, oh God, to the sole of their feet. Hallelujah. We come against the spirit of infirmity. Right now, hallelujah, Jesus, asthma, oh God, and other respiratory issues, oh Lord Jesus. We come against cancer now in the name of Jesus. God, we come against diabetes and high blood pressure. Oh God, hallelujah, we lay it all before you now. God, even those that have it, God, we lay lay them before you now in the name of Jesus. God, we even bring them to mind. God, bring them to vision before our eyes, oh God, and we say, touch them, oh God, hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Touch them, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Those who have pain, God, in the body, whether it's a sinus headache, God, a toothache. Now, in the name of Jesus, if it's arthritis, oh God, I thank you that you touch now. In the name of Jesus, whatever that pain may be in them body, I thank you that you are the divine pain reliever. God, relieve the pain in the name of Jesus, that they don't need surgeries, oh God. Hallelujah. That they don't need treatments and medications, prescriptions, oh God. Hallelujah. Jesus, touch the bodies now. In your holy name, oh God, oh God, hallelujah, Jesus. God, and we touch those, oh Lord God. I ask that you would touch them, God, who are even in confusion, God. They're not sure about the path that they should take, oh God. They're not sure they want to be on the path that they know is right. Oh God, I thank you that you would be with them, oh Lord God that you would guide their every footstep, God, guide their every thought in the name of Jesus, God, keep their heart covered. Oh, God, don't let the breastplate of righteousness fail, oh, God, in the name of Jesus, keep it covered, keep it in place, oh, God, that it guard their heart, oh, God, hallelujah, keep the helmet of salvation in place, oh, God, that it would guard their mind in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, and don't ever let them lose the gospel of peace, hallelujah, Jesus, keep their feet shod, hallelujah, God, in the name of Jesus, now order their every step, God, order their every step, God, order that every step, God, hallelujah, that they step right every time, oh, God, that they not step to the left or step right, oh, God, and come, amen, and come off of the path that you would have them to be on in the name of Jesus, 
Hold them, oh God. In the palm of your hand, oh God. Hold them. Hold them, hold them, hold them, each and every one, oh God. God, I pray for leaders now in the name of Jesus. Each and every one, oh God. We thank you, oh God, for the spiritual awakening, oh God. Because the Bible refers to sleepers, oh God. We thank you that our eyes are wide open and we are able to see, oh God. Hallelujah. Not only able to see, but we're able to hear, oh God, clearly from you, oh Lord Jesus. Protect us, oh God. Protect us, oh God. Shower us even more with your love, oh God. Comfort us, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. We thank you even for your Holy Spirit. Hallelujah, Jesus, that it will penetrate and saturate down to the core, even the soul, oh God. Thank you, Jesus. God, we thank you for closed doors, oh God. And we thank you for doors that you open, oh God. Hallelujah, because you, O oh Lord Jesus, will never leave us nor forsake us, O oh God. You never leave us, O oh God, and you never forsake us. You never just leave us, O oh God, to our own devices. You never just leave us, O oh God, to make mistakes, O oh God. You're always there leading and guiding, O oh God. It is never your desire to see us fall. It is never your desire to see us stumble, and that is why, O oh God. You are God. Hallelujah, Jesus. It's always your desire to build us up. It's always your desire to grow us. Oh, God, it is always your desire, oh, God, that we accomplish great things, oh, God. Hallelujah, it is always your desire that we be our best. Hallelujah, Jesus. And that is why you alone are God. Hallelujah, Jesus. You alone are God. You alone are God. Hallelujah, Jesus. You're here, oh God. To grow everything about us. You're here, oh God, to grow everything about us, oh God, that you planted within. You're here to grow it, God. You're here not only to water and to nurture, but to grow it, God. Hallelujah. You even place people in the earth, oh God. Hallelujah. To plant and to water, oh God, that you may grow and give the increase of that which has been planted, oh God. Hallelujah. Nothing is planted within us in vain, oh Lord Jesus. You're always there to grow us and everything about us. Oh, God, that you planted, that you made good. And God, you're calling to be great. You never leave us. Hallelujah, Jesus. Of one thing, we are sure you are always there. You are our rock and our salvation. Of one thing, oh, God, that thing we are sure of is you. Hallelujah, Jesus. 
The stone that the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone, oh God. So we love you even more for that. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. And we lift up again all of our leaders. God, even that includes our pastor, God. We lift him before you. God, we thank you for his presence now. We thank you that you touch him. And that you're always with him in the name of Jesus. The blood. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. All seeing God. All knowing God. You know the thoughts that you think toward us, thoughts of good and not of evil, plans to bring us to an expected end. And God, we thank you that you keep him surrounded and hedged in now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. And that you speak. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hey, God. At all times, oh God. Glory to your name, oh Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. We realize that this is the day that the Lord has made, and we will continually rejoice and be glad in it. Go forth, O God, hallelujah, in his name, go forth. Thank you, because today is a day of favor. Today is a day of increase, because it is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice in it. This day is already dominated, but I encourage you to encourage someone else to do the same in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen, amen.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.